Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am so honored that you have listened so far and that you keep listening and coming back. I'm really excited and just wanted to take a second to let you know that I appreciate you giving me your attention for the storytelling podcast. Today's episode is going to be on money. Um, I'm going to share a pretty disheartening story around a situation that I had around money and the philosophy that it has taught me personally. And there are a couple of philosophies that I'm going to share at the end of this that have come as a result of this experience that I had. So sit tight, hang on, um, and listen in. So when I moved to California about eight months ago now, nine months ago now, wow. Um, one of the things that I pretty much knew I had to do as soon as I moved was find a job because I just had a very limited amount of savings and so I gave myself about three weeks to not have a job to kind of live off of um, the income that I had and I saved up a little bit from the previous year um, and just to figure out what I wanted to do outside of production where I wanted to focus my career in um, something that kept coming up for me in that time was this desire to do writing work and to do social justice facing work in a way that wasn't that didn't take too much from me emotionally and so as I tried to figure out some places I landed at this local um, social justice like three-person organization and it felt really good on paper it looked really good on paper it didn't feel great but it was also something that came to me and so it was trying to be conscientious of the fact that hey I didn't really go looking for this job it wasn't hard it just came to me and in a very easeful way um, and so I started a job at this social justice organization um, that had a few red flags in it but again I needed to make some money and I needed to get into a routine you know and and I think for me I just figured the best way to do that would be to jump right in and so I worked at this org for about eight weeks. Um, I was only paid for my first week's worth of work. And for the next seven weeks, I wasn't paid at all for work that I had done. And in those seven weeks, in those eight weeks, and about six weeks in, I started to feel like this was not a place that I could be in anymore. It just felt like I was going crazy being in this place and I was being disrespected and I just felt so drained at the end of my day like my energy was leaking and um, I wasn't able to do my work in a really authentic way I wasn't able to do my work without being second guessed I wasn't able to do my work um, and be respected for it but I kept staying because of the money and I needed stability. And so even without being paid, of course, I didn't know my way around the Bay Area. So I was using Ubers to get to work, expending my little bitty savings in hopes that I would, you know, eventually, obviously, <laughs> make some money from this job. 
and at the end of the sixth week working there I knew that I had to quit I knew that it wasn't working for my spirit and I wasn't I woke up one morning with the reminder that I, I wasn't going to be complicit in my own dehumanization and that's something that I say to myself often when there's a situation that requires me to silence myself and I often remind myself that I refuse to be complicit in my own dehumanization. Um, and so I gave my two week notice and asked to get paid. And it was then, about seven weeks in, that I was told that I needed to, that to get paid, I had to enter inventory of what I had done every hour of every day. So like with most regular jobs, you just enter your time, but this um, person was requiring me to go back and enter hour by hour listings of projects that I had worked on over the past seven weeks. And it was a conversation that drug out till about my eighth week and my eighth and final week. And when I told them that I couldn't do that because I was working on so many projects at the same time and I couldn't with integrity go back and make an exact documentation of what projects I worked on every hour um, for something that I wasn't told at the beginning, they made my payment conditional upon me doing that in a really accurate way. And that was such a moment of truth for me because A, I could have stayed home over the past eight weeks and done self-care and reflected and introspected and not spent any money going to this particular job but I did and here I was like running towards the end of my savings um, working somewhere for eight weeks and faced to make this decision between being paid for being dishonest essentially or walking away from several thousand dollars and it was such a moment of truth for me because in that moment I I knew that I knew that I would walk away, and I knew that I I wasn't sure how it would work out. I wasn't sure how okay I would be, but I knew that I had to walk away, and I knew that not being complicit in my own dehumanization meant not going back to this person and essentially groveling to get paid because I was already pretty dehumanized in the job, anyways, and. It taught me a very important lesson about money and at this point I was also struggling with where I saw my career and moving forward if I still wanted to do social justice work or if I wanted to focus on doing writing and storytelling full-time um, and this incident just made me sit for like hours and hours and hours and think through the capitalistic structures and what capitalism tells you essentially that if you put in the work there's going to be this return and in some ways that the valuing of our work is measured by what we get for this work and knowing that I'd put in a pretty sizable amount of work for eight weeks expecting to get paid not getting paid some of my best work actually was done in this place because it required me to not just do the work that I was hired for but lots of other tasks and so I really was bringing every skill that I'd honed from working for myself. I was bringing graphic design, I was bringing content creation in addition to legal, in addition to um, business development, right? I was bringing all of these skills that I'd had working for myself and learned from school to this space and I still wasn't valued in this 
way that capitalism tells you you will be valued and now I needed money to survive and I knew that somehow that would work itself out but it gave me this real philosophy this real lesson that a my value the value of my work does not depend on what I get paid to do that work and it also gave me this desire to do something really sizable work that I contribute to that I don't get paid for Um, and so this thing that was meant to be like this really shaming really embarrassing situation actually inspired me to dedicate a certain amount of my time every week to put in work in in something that I love that I know I won't get paid to do and so for me that's writing the storytelling but it made me really say okay what part of my work do I want to take the capitalistic value measure system out of? Um, but then, on the other hand of needing money to survive, it also taught me a lot about making sure that the conditions that I need are stated upfront and that I'm really more persistent about, in the beginning, making my demands known. Um, and so it, it shifted the ways that I saw money as this precious thing that I didn't really want to talk about. And rather it just focused me on, hey, if I'm going to provide a service and this is a service that I deem compensatable by money, I'm going to be very clear upfront on what I want, what those expectations are and get that in writing, right? And I know that I'm a lawyer. But there was some part of me that was always so scared to have that conversation until this happened. And so the twofold lesson, the twofold philosophy from that is A, money doesn't define me. But B, because it doesn't define me, talking about it has no energetic hold over me anymore because I want to be adequately compensated for what I do. And I get to decide the things that I would go without compensation for. Thank you for listening. This is a pretty long one and it was raw and vulnerable and there's still parts of myself that are still recovering from that incident and I'm also really grateful for the lessons, the really tangible lessons that have come out of that for me. I typically don't share things when they're still raw and I think this is still about 10 to 15% raw but it's been a pretty significant shift in the way that I see money this year and I just wanted to be honest about that. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you back here next week.